Welcome to the Mind Body Project. I'm your host, Darren Degler. Thank you for taking a few minutes to stop by today. And and as, as we talk about our construction zone, which is our mind and our body and, and the project that it is, that it's never complete and that we always, we're always working on it. It's always constantly under construction. And, and as I was thinking about uh, today and in our conversation, I was thinking about, you know, I have, have four kiddos and when they're younger, and especially as they got older into teenagers, I would I would tell them, you know, they they'd have a bad attitude, or they they might talk back, and I would tell them, I'd say, hey, you need to change your attitude, and and I'm sure probably like me, most most parents, most even if you're not a parent, um, you've probably told somebody uh, that they need to change their attitude, and when we say that, we say, you know, we tell our kids, and you know, I told my kids, change your attitude, and I'd get. I might get irritated at them because their attitude really didn't change. They might go in the room, shut the door, and a couple hours later they come out and they seem to be better. And so I think about that and I think, okay, what what happened in that time? And, and when I think we tell people or we tell our kids or we tell somebody else or somebody um, that we're in a relationship with to change their attitude, we don't really know how to do that. You know, okay, change your attitude. I mean – how do I do that? That's that's all good and well, and, and usually it's because maybe somebody's upset or angry, mad. That's when we tell them to change their attitude. But what are the steps, what are the processes that we can go through to uh, change that attitude? So I, I was I was thinking about this. I was thinking about today and, and our being under construction and our project, and, it, and I wanted to share a little bit about what makes up our attitude. You know, it's easy to say change your attitude, but what is involved in that? And, and there's three things. We're going to talk about three different things that make up our attitude. And collectively, we can, you know, we can work on each one of those individually, but collectively, they uh, they are our attitude. So we can we can work on those things individually. One affects the next, which affects the next, which ultimately, collectively affects our attitude. So... So we'll have a process of, okay, if I fix this, then this, then this, that will change my attitude. And, and, and that makes it a lot easier when we go to, you know, we, we should be teaching, you know, our, our children or others, you know, well, what's that look like to change your attitude? Let, let's, let's go through that. Let's explain that. So, so in ourselves, we know how to change that what what steps do we take how do i work on that so the first the first thing you know we'll we'll go over the three the three things that make up our attitude we're going to go through each one of them but the three things is your your thoughts your feelings and your behaviors and and when we think about thoughts you know we we think about that our thoughts our feelings behaviors are all collectively make up our attitude um you know how do our thoughts drive our attitude? You know, when somebody makes us mad, um, makes us sad, um, you know, it, it's, it's our thoughts. We know what, what kind of thoughts are we having? Are we having, you know, that person, you know, they did me wrong or, you know, my kids, I'm, I'm so mad at them, uh, that, you know, they, they got cereal all over the table or they spilled. Um, that's our, our thoughts thought that's our thought and and that usually starts in our brain because before we can ever have an action 
we have to have a thought. So if we want to um, make a change, we first have a thought. But we have to, we have to, when we're talking about we change our attitude, whether it's for the good or bad or however we change it, it starts in our thoughts of, you know, let's say we have a bad attitude towards somebody. Let's say that person does something to us. So our immediate thought is that maybe they meant to do that. Maybe they intentionally uh, acted that way towards us. So now, now we're thinking, okay, they, they intentionally did that or they intentionally said that. So that le- that's going to lead us to our next one, which is our feelings. So we have this thought, and now it's starting to affect our feelings because they might have said something to us that affected our attitude or, you know, that they said something or they acted a certain way, and we thought they meant it in this manner. So what happens is we think they meant it in that manner, so now we start getting feelings towards it. It might make us mad, might make us happy, might make us sad. You know, it, it's, it's always interesting when we text people. Uh, my wife all the time, if she might get a text and, and she'll read it to me. And, you know, and I'll say to her, uh, and she'll read it in this voice with, with this tone and, and this, uh, you know, in this way. And I'll say, now, do you think that's the way they meant to that it was typed out or is that what we're putting towards it? And, and I think we're all guilty of this. Um, well, especially when we get a text because we can't hear the person, you know, we're not talking to them on the phone. We can't hear their, um, inf- inflection. We can't hear the way they're saying it, their pause, all those things. So when we get a text, we might take it as a certain way when the person texting it never meant it that way. They didn't, it, that was not the intention, but the way we, um, the way we thought about it and the way we read it is now affecting the way we're feeling about, well, I think, I think they really, you know, that makes me mad the way they, they said that, but really they might not have meant anything by that. It was just the way, way we read it. So, uh, you know, and when it comes to our feelings, feelings are an interesting thing because say, well, they said that and it made me mad. They said that and it made me happy. They said that and it made me sad. But does can anybody make us feel uh, sad, happy, angry, joyful? No, they 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 can't make us feel that way. Um, you you know I, I always think that an election is an interesting thing. Uh, you know, a presidential election, um, you know, n- you know, a- any type of election, a c- city government election, um, because, you know, we hear the same things. Typically, you know, if watching news or if you're reading the newspaper, if it's a local uh, election, but we all react differently. We all have different feelings towards it. So that's interesting that that the candidate, whatever it may be, is saying the same thing, but so many people take it in a different way because they said it, you know, the candidate might have said it, then we thought about it, and then we had a feeling towards that. So so how is it that one candidate, then a candidate can make one person feel, you know, glad and happy, and another person get mad about it? It's all because of our, our response or our reaction to what was being said. So 
you, you know, what someone says to us is, is, you know, and how we respond to that and how we, our feelings towards that is totally up to us. So we can respond, we can choose to respond make, as make us angry, ugh, or we can just kind of laugh it off. Because how many people do you know when, when somebody says something to them, we, we go, man, if that was me, if they said that to me, I'd get so mad. And they just kind of laughed it off. Because we are responsible for our feelings. We're responsible for that happiness, for that sadness, for that joy, for that anger, for that um, being um, pleased feeling. Whatever that feeling is, we are responsible for it. So when we have our thoughts, we have our thoughts, which make up our attitude and the, the, you know, our thought process, and then that drives our feelings. So kind of how we internalize that with our thoughts, that's how our feelings are produced. So, uh, again, it's all how we think about what someone said to us or, you know, and how then our feeling towards that. So then that, so then that creates our thoughts, create our feelings which now our feelings create our behaviors, which are our actions. Our actions um, are, are typically based on uh, our actions are typically based on our feelings. Because what happens if someone gets mad? Uh, think of a, 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 a we'll go with a kiddo again. You know, my kids they would get mad and they might you know kind of we call it, uh, swell up like a bullfrog. They just sit there and puff up. And, and they would get, so their behavior was they were feeling angry because I told them no, they couldn't have this or that. And so they might just sit on the couch and they might just kind of swell up. And so that, that behavior, that action is because of them feeling angry because of their thought of, well, dad's not letting me have what I want. So I'm going to act like this. And, and even as adults, you know, not, not picking on all my kiddos, but even as adults, we do that. You know, we get, we get mad or because of something someone did. Um, so when I was, uh, 19, 19, 20, uh, I worked at McDonald's, uh, that my, my dream was, um, at that time, my dream was to own a McDonald's. You know, that was, uh, I started out in in my little town, the McDonald's had just opened a couple a couple months before, and I started working there. So it was a new store, and and I was fortunate enough to become a manager trainee, and and so I moved from a manager trainee up to a manager, and then um, moved moved on up the, the the management positions in that store. And you know that was I thought, man, if I could if I could own a McDonald's, that would be great, but you know, as, as a manager and moving up the different management positions, what happens when customers complained? That's right. They, you know, they might start at a crew member. They might've came to the front counter and were upset at the crew, the crew member that was handing the food or handing out the window, whatever it might be. But sometimes that crew member, that employee couldn't resolve that issue with the customer because that customer was not going to be happy with, you know, another sandwich or a refund, you know, we're not really sure what they wanted. So, uh, so typically it would, you know, sometimes if, if we couldn't make them happy with a refund or a sandwich, then it would escalate, um, to come in to get me to, to handle the situation. And, and so at this particular customer, he came in and, and I remember he, he came in the, 
he had come through drive through and he had picked up his food and, and it was incorrect. And so he, he came in and slung the food across the counter and just started, I mean, he was just irate about his food. This happens all the time. Um, all these different things. And so, and I, and I was thinking back about that and I thought, you know, that's a good example because his thought was that we did that on purpose. And, and a lot of times, you know, when those kind of things happen and, and I try to remember that, you know, if I ever, um, go through a, a restaurant that has a drive through window doesn't happen very often. But when I do, I think, okay, you know, I, I think about this because he thought that we did that on purpose. We gave him the wrong uh, meal on purpose. So when he thought that, then that made him feel like, you know, they do this over and over. So it can't be by accident because it happens all the time. So then he gets angry then when he gets angry, he's angry enough that it causes him to alter his behavior. So he's angry enough. So he came through the drive-thru. He pulls over into a parking spot. He gets out of his truck. He walks all the way into the restaurant to fling that sandwich across the counter and complain about it. When he, he was trying to come to the drive-thru to save time. But because of everything that trans, transaction acted, it's actually costing him more time. You know, now how would that have changed is if he came through the drive-thru, we gave him the wrong sandwich, and he, and, and he thought, you know what, it, it's busy in there. You know, there's a lot of cars in line. I'm sure they're busy. I'm sure I got somebody's the, the wrong order. They just handed me the wrong sack. Um, so he's, he's feeling a little more compassionate. So, you know, he might just pull up to the door, walk in calmly and say, hey, I, th- I think I got the wrong, the wrong meal. Can I, I ordered this. Can I get that? And chances are we might have said, you know, oh, we handed you the wrong bag. Here it is. Or it may have said, you know, we totally messed that up. We apologize and go from there. But do you see how, how the way he thought about that initially could have changed the whole um, outcome of that situation? If, if, if he had changed the way he thought about that, it could have started, the complaint could have started and ended at the crew member. It would have never escalated to me getting involved to see what we could do to make this transaction right. You know, and, and that happens to us, you know, that happens to us all the time about, you know, we don't take time to just say, okay, let me think this through. Before I um, get an emotion involved with it, you know, sometimes, I mean, and sometimes this can happen in a split second. Sometimes we go from thought to feeling to behavior, boom, just like that. I mean, we have, we know people, we've seen people that, I mean, something happens, it's like a switch. They Something happens and they can go from nice to angry and throwing things in a heartbeat. Or we know people that can be, you know, can be so mad and then one little thing happens and then just like a light switch, they're happy again. We, um, we know people like that. So it, it challenges us when we say, you know, you know, and I challenge us to when we tell somebody to change their attitude, whether it's our kids, whether it's whoever it is, let's explain to them what does that look like? How am I going to work through that to change 
my attitude. And, and, and that's a challenge for each of us that, that when that happens, when something happens, we go, okay, let me think through this before I attach that feeling. How was that meant? What was said? Let me, let me try to dissect this thought. Okay. Now I've, I've kind of dissected that thought and, um, and now I'm going to attach a feeling to it because that feeling initially, that thought might've been, um, this is going to make, make me mad. And that's the feeling that was attached to it. But after a little thought, you realize, Hmm, I kind of see where they're coming from. I'm going to change the way I feel about that and not be, um, not be so like, uh, and then that's going to change my behavior into maybe instead of a, a fist, maybe into a hug. I mean, you know, that, that's two big extremes there that, um, that all can differ because of a thought then goes to a feeling then goes, uh, to behavior. Now, does this, now, does this come easy? You know, you know, are you going to listen to this today and go, you know, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, uh, I, I can't change my behavior. It's just like, you know, I have this thought and it just like, you know, just grinds my gears and then, um, I, I get all bent out of shape and then I, then I fly off the handle. No, probably not. It's not going to go. It, it, it's it, the, the first time you do it, it's going to be like, you know, you might mess up. You might, you might reflect and go, Hmm. I probably should have handled that a little different. Now, let me look at that. How could I have handled that differently? So it's what happens in, and, and that's the, uh, that's the whole goal of the mind body project is that it's under construction. So sometimes it doesn't always go right and it doesn't always go fast. How many times have we seen a construction project? You know, I mean, on a house, it's always funny because on a house, it's interesting because they lay the slab and, you know, you have all your plumbing and it's sticking up everywhere and the slab is laid and the frame goes up. And I mean, everything seems to go really, really fast. And then once, you know, kind of the outside is done, it seems like, man, this is taking forever because on the outside, it looked like it went really fast. And then there's so much detail on the inside that it really starts to slow down. And, and, and that's the that's the same thing with us. You know, sometimes, you know, we're new to this and, and we make some real progress. And then we start working on the details. We start refining it a little bit. And then it starts to take time and we, maybe we mess up. Maybe we got, you know, just like in a house and, you know, sometimes it's the wrong paint color. Maybe it's uh, the, the wrong fixtures. Uh, whatever it may be, we have to go back and we have to fix that. And the same thing's true with us. You know, when we're working through this on how can I change my attitude? How can I do that? It's going to take some, we may have some real success. And then we might go through a period of, man, I just can't seem to get this right. But it's a project. So we're continually improving on what we're doing. We improve, we look at it. Maybe it didn't go right. So we reflect on what didn't go right necessarily. You know, maybe we had the right thought, but somehow we attached the wrong feeling to it and it caused the wrong behavior. You know, and then sometimes we just hit that sweet spot where it comes just like the light switch and we have that right thought, we have that right feeling, and the the behavior, the action 
is is right on. But this is the goal is that it's a project. So we're continually, continually working on that. We're working on our attitude and how we can best respond to situations. And not only are we working on it, but what if we can teach that um, to other people? What if we can teach that to to our, our kids, to our families? Uh, what, what if we can teach that to our employees, our coworkers? Now, are we going to go around and say, now, you need to change your attitude. Now, let me give you the three ways to change your attitude. How do you think that's going to go over with your coworker? They're going to look at you like, you better step back. But when when we teach them that, you, you know, I, I heard on, on the Mind Body Project, he was talking about attitude and, and how to change that. You know, I always wondered what, what makes up an attitude. And, and what I learned was this, that, that thoughts and feelings and behaviors all combined uh, make up our attitude. And, you know, I thought that was really neat because I had never thought about that, about how I think, and then that affects my feelings, and then that affects my actions. And so there's ways that we can share that with others uh, without, you know, being in their face about it. Now, our kids are a little bit different. It's a great teaching time, teaching moment with our kids when we can share with them about um, how to change attitude and what's that made up of. Because chances are, you know, not many of us know when I what it takes to change our attitude. And so it's really hard to do when we don't know there's a process to it. So I, I, I hope you, you take a little bit of this today and, and um, you apply it to your project. Your project is your life. Um, because when we really work on our, our mental state, it really makes a, a big difference um, on the inside, um, which when we work on the inside, it does reflect on the outside. So thank you for stopping by today and visiting with me a little bit today on the Mind Body Project. As always, um, you know, I would love for you to uh, subscribe to to the podcast on a, on a regular basis. Um, we're here every week and, and sharing things that are going to help our project improve on a, on, a week, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and on a yearly basis. So that that as as our project comes along, um, things change and it it changes, and our project is never complete and never um, we're never never satisfied with our project. We're always always making tweaks and um, can always be improved. So, as uh, I always tell my wife Kim before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A out. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>